It's really inspiring to see or know someone who never gives up, even when things get hard. Honestly, I was just talking to one of my girls the other day, and I said, you are bold and brave and courageous and strong, because she's had some hard things. And she just she's like one of those little plastic fishing boys. She just keeps popping up to the top of the surface. She isn't artificial in that. She just presses on. It's something that I don't think I really gave her. It's just something in her psyche and in her personality, but it's a joy to behold. I'm John Fuller with our Vice President of Parenting, Danny Huerta, and we're returning now to a conversation that Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Kathy Cook. She speaks about how her parents taught her to be resilient. Okay, your childhood, you had an example in the, in the book where you were in a lake swimming, something yeah. happened, <laughs> your parents uh, engaged, but t- tell us the story and what you did. Yeah, I was vacationing with my whole family, cousins and grandparents, and I was, you know, under the water and I felt something hit me and I wasn't aware what it was, got out of the water, put my hand to my forehead, removed my hand and it was totally red. Of course, the blood had expanded beyond normal because of all the water from the lake. Terrified, you know, screamed for my mom. She thought I was playing a game, didn't take me seriously, (laughs) but eventually came back and realized I was really hurt. Uh, Called for my dad who was in the lake fishing in a boat, not in the lake, on a boat fishing in the lake with my brother. Came to the shore, took me to the hospital, got my first stitches ever. But I went mm. back swimming the next day because of how my parents handled it. Now, were you supposed to do that with stitches? Did you keep uh, them from I, getting wet? I hope so. I wonder. Maybe I wore one <laughs> I of those. You got to wait a week or two. Caps, you know. <laughs> but anyway, that no. But the point there, what you're saying is, you went right back and got on the horse, so right, to speak. Right, right, right. And right. you know that that's so critical for kids when they're. You know, you think of at least with the boys falling off a little ledge or a, you know a little. A brick fence or something, sure. you know, where they jump on it, fall off. You can overdo it as a parent going, okay, okay, what's happening? Well, my mom could have said, swimming is dangerous. I mean, the chance of a kid at the next door property skipping a rock and hitting me, is that ever going to happen again? So she said, go swim. Hmm. My dad went fishing again with my brother in the boat. They didn't hover. They didn't make me feel like I was at fault or that I had something to be fearful of. And that's really important. Life happens, yeah, and it's not always easy. And that's a challenge. How do we balance? When do we bubble wrap and when yeah. don't we? I, I'm thinking of temperament, too. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You've done the research, so mm-hmm. you can tell us all. Does temperament even play a role in that? Do we create the worried child, <laughs> or do, is that something that's part nature, part nurture? I would say both. Yeah. You know, there is a DNA component to anxiety and stress and that bounce back ability, certainly. But I want parents and grandparents and caregivers to own what is ours to own. And have we created children who are so fearful that they won't grow? And that would be sad. Resiliency mm. is necessary if we're going to grow and mature and learn and succeed and develop into the people God wanted us to be when he chosen his love to make us us. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, you look at all the character of God. Resiliency has to be from him. Oh, yes. You know, just that ability to, you know, Jesus, Jesus. rise above the storm in front of you, right? Hey, oh. guys, calm down. I got this. Oh, Paul. He seemed to say that a lot. I mean, Paul, <laughs> Daniel, um, Esther, there's just so many heroes of the faith, Moses, who didn't give up and persevered because they believed in their purpose yeah. and they believed in the God of the Bible and the truth that he was proclaiming over them. Let's uh, let's hit for the parents. You know, sometimes intentionality in parenting is tough. We're busy. Mm-hmm. But the benefits of resiliency, hit those. Oh, thank you. So 
general success, general growth, freedom to risk, because if we don't risk, we don't grow. That's really important. Fewer mental health issues. There's research that says that resilient children will be angry and, and stressed. They'll feel pain, but they're not defined by that. Isn't that precious? It's mm, perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. what you want. That's yeah. what I hear is healthy. Problem solving would be another one to mention because if you're resilient, you don't want to stay down in the valley. You want to try again to make the soccer team or to play the piano piece better. So you learn to strategize. Yeah. You learn what got in the way that you could avoid to practice differently. And who doesn't want children who are independently able to problem solve not without a mom being supportive or a dad being available, but on our own to be able to get out of the mess we're in. Yeah. Precious. And the reason I, I framed it that way is that there's so many things that a parent has to be aware of to do. Mm-hmm. I would think building resiliency into your children should maybe take first place. I, I, I'm trying to think spiritual development, obviously, but when you're looking at where do I as a parent become more intentional? I would think this would be one, certainly of the top three you should be intentional about. Well, preach it. (laughs) Yes. And I I appreciate that so much. That's why I wrote a whole book on it. Right. Because you know what? It starts as a choice. Like a child who learns to walk falls down. And we don't say bad girl. We don't say don't don't try again for five years until you'll be perfect. We know they're going to fall down. We take pictures and videos and break to everybody that our children are growing up, right? So we expect them to have a little bit of trauma there. So it starts as a choice to stand up. The more often you choose to be resilient, the likelier that it becomes an ability. And then it's a part of character. We don't think about being resilient. We are resilient. Right. And that changes you when it's a part of your spirit, a part of your heart. I so appreciated Dr. Kathy Cook and what she shared about the benefits that come from resilience. I wonder, Danny, if you have anything to add to what she observed. Yeah, I'm just thinking about uh, kids and how they have art and sports and music as a great learning lab to press onward through imperfection. But one story that stands out for me is my daughter, and she'd be okay with me sharing this. Uh, She was diagnosed with vocal cord dysfunction right in the middle of doing fantastic as a singer and she was a runner that was when she was winning the 400 uh, she was being told that she was going to be fantastic at the mile and potentially a state winner at that and all of a sudden this vocal cord dysfunction came about and she couldn't breathe well when she was running mm-hmm. and she said dad i just want to I, I don't want to run again she was so angry she said why would god allow this to happen to me why is this happening and then the singing she said no, i don't want to sing anymore and that was around the time where at church she was being asked to sing in the, on the praise team, praise and worship team. And I, I really uh, pressed in with her and said, hey, uh, you know, you're on a journey here, and I know you have the strength to get through this. Went through all the testing, and she had exercises she needed to, to do. And I said, I'm, I'll, I'll run with you. Let's, let's press on this together. I want to come alongside of you as you challenge yourself. I don't want you to stop. And so we, we ran together, and there were moments where the breathing was worse than others. And she would just say, Dad, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. It's too painful. I don't like it. I, I get breathing attacks. And I said, I get breathing attacks too. It's just because I'm older and I'm out of shape. But she, <laughs> uh, So we had some good laughter along the way. And we would, we would walk together mm. home after that and just talk through it. 
And I loved just pressing in with her and encouraging her along the way and just saying, you can't give up. Even if it's jogging, even if it's, if it's a 15-minute mile, it is fine. And know that you're not running for anyone else. This is just something that you need to press onward on because so many things in life will press up against you. Mm-hmm. And you need to learn this as you become an adult, and I want to press in with you. So now we run often together, and we'll run a certain distance, and the deal is that then we'll walk back together so we can talk and connect. We just did that last week and absolutely loved it. We talked about how uh, she, her breathing is getting better and better as she's working on it and doing all the exercises. And so she's encouraged and very thankful that she was pressed onward. Excellent. And by the way, is your breathing getting better? (laughs) I think so. It still hurts a lot, John. (laughs) Well, love hurts, as they say. Well, you're going to find more encouragement and advice from Dr. Kathy Cook about this topic. Um, Her book is called Resilient Kids, Raising Them to Embrace Life with Confidence. Uh, We've got that here. We're making it available for a one-time gift or a monthly pledge of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, Donate to us. Help us um, create podcasts like this, have uh, resources for parents at pretty much any age and stage in any situation of the parenting journey. Uh, Donate today. Request that book. The details are in the show notes. And speaking of resilience, John, we developed a free ebook, Avoiding the Chore Wars. And sometimes you need resilience <laughs> to get through wars. the chores, not only as parents, but as kids, and, and really pressing onward on a house that is constantly uh, going towards chaos and trying to conquer that as a family. So again, it's totally free, and uh, you can stop by the show notes to get this free resource, and I encourage you to get it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, Chore Wars is like all the time, everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Well, Gary Thomas joins us next time to discuss overcoming failure as a parent. Uh, I think you'll take great comfort in his insights. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the back seat. It's tough to be a step ahead. and full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.